0: What's up, guys? Welcome to Diggity, a video game podcast episode number 242. With me, as always, the incredible, obtainable luscious Brody Fault. How are we tonight?
1: I'm good, other than the fact that I just blinded myself with my monitor.
0: <laughs> oh, I was wondering if it was, that or if it was me hitting peak levels on the mic like usual.
1: No, no, it was absolutely me trying to turn on the reading mode on my monitor so I wasn't like getting this awful glare in my glasses, and gotcha. I
0: turned it on brighter than the sun. Uh, we're back. This week, better than ever, sexier than ever. You might notice you don't get to look up our noses anymore and at our, you know, all the all the misfigurements of our faces and anymore. We're in high def. We're beautifully set back into two beautiful landscape video portraits with gaming stuff behind us. Next week, you'll see some live interactive shit hit the screen as well. Stuff like chat box and other stuff come into play as well Uh, for now need to figure out kind of the Russian chat bot thing first before we <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> unleash I that. I think YouTube needs to figure that out. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, But we'll get there. We'll get there. Not a big deal. Uh, but anyways, yeah. Uh, welcome to Diggity, a video game, pod- a video game podcast. Uh, if you're watching this for the first time on YouTube and Twitch, hit subscribe, please, and hit the like button as well. And if you're listening to us to the audio version podcast, if you found us, welcome. Every single week, Brody and I go through gaming news in a non-structured, structured way being extremely blunt as always getting through all the bullshit and getting straight to the news and giving some non-bullshit opinions as well along the way. It's all non-bullshit here, which is fantastic. Diggity is also part of something called spawn camp, which you'll see change right now. The Diggity YouTube channel and Diggity Twitch channel. Normally I would say, go follow us there but that will be changing names, but for now it's Diggity, but we'll be part of the spawn camp network. Uh, which you can go check out other shows like obo podcast objectively bad opinions podcast which is our show uh where we all kind of just get together with some other people within our network and just shoot the shit every single thursday thursday good lord that's us monday (laughs) evening um on twitch and youtube as well and you can check us over there as well um on spawn camp eventually when that's when that's done up uh, and then you can also check out the WASD and Beyond boys, who are PC nerds and uh, talk about PC nerd stuff, and continually talk about the Steam Deck, even though it continually gets delayed in shipping for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be a slow rollout.
1: Basically, your uh, your influencers are going to get some in February, and everyone <laughs> and else Nick, might Nick's see. Nick's going to get one in May. End. Let's go, baby! <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: It's going to be great. Um, but anyways, thank you for listening for the first time. If you're not, welcome back. Um, with that, as tradition follows, sir, what have you been playing?
1: I have been playing uh, a lot of... Uh, well, first off, I finished up Guardians of the Galaxy, um, finally. And that was that was pretty good. enjoyed that. Um, <laughs> and then... I moved on to halo. I need to finish up the, <laughs> the halo, uh, campaign. I am, Ooh, I want to say I'm like two or three missions away from finish, finishing that up. So getting there, I've already done pretty much all of the side things that I can do. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm really enjoying that campaign. I am ready for it to be done so I can move on and finish up another game. I'm on the spree right now of trying to finish up things that I've had for a while, uh, that have just kind of been sitting there, but, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm really enjoying it.
0: So how about you? Uh, I'm doing good. I've got a problem where my AirPod pros are trying to fucking constantly connect to this bullshit. I think we're good now. <laughs> the fuck is that? <laughs> I literally grabbed them and threw them so that they're not in range of my Mac. Um, man, I, I, I dove into a couple of different things, um, this week. So I played some NHL 22 um i played some overwatch those are the standards right um i played more of Parkitect that i picked up on steam um last week just been dabbling into that uh here's some crazy ones for you ready so my buddy tommy reaches out to me and says hey if anyone wants to jump online we just jump online and catch up and i'm like sure i haven't talked to him in like forever so i jump on there and i play apex legends and really i end up playing arena mode uh, with him and his brother uh, and it was good. I enjoyed it. It was a good time. Is it something that I'm like gonna jump back to all the time? I don't know not really but I thought it was good. So I played arenas on uh, on that um, and that was a good time that was fun um, And then uh, I also played uh, we I got the Apple one subscription which comes with like a bunch of different stuff uh, and I ended up diving into Apple Arcade. Uh, reason being for that is Janelle had Spotify, but she got the student discount for like a certain period of time. Right. Yeah. And then I fucking don't like using Spotify. It's annoying. Um, it kept crashing and shit for me and I just didn't fucking like the interface of it. So I started using Apple music and then Spotify jacked up her price because now she's not a student anymore. So we're like, fuck that. um, are frame drops and chops in and out? Is that happening right now?
1: Uh, It happened there at the beginning. I think it's pretty well cleaned up now. I'm watching it as well. but
0: I mean, Nick yeah. does have shit internet, so that's quite a possibility. <laughs> it definitely
1: was happening at the beginning, but I think we're we're cleaning up now. We're good. We're good. I don't know what that... It, that's been the last couple of times we've streamed. Um, oh. For whatever reason, right at the beginning, it, it gets a little choppy, and then it streams Weird. itself out.
0: Anyways, yeah. So I played that, uh, and on Apple Arcade, I played uh, Game Dev uh, Stories been playing nice. it still playing it um love that game just a nice fun little game you can fuck around with fucking hard you'll make like a game and you'll be like it, it's kind of dumb and be like i want to make a simulation baseball game right and then it'll be like "Ooh, tough combination you're like what the fuck no that's <laughs> that's a sports game
1: What what well, are you talking I, I- about I think I played it might have been game dev tycoon. I don't know. I played one of them same idea, right? On my phone a while back and yeah, yeah, it yeah. was it's like you you'll find what seems to be a good fit for a game and so then you'll like try to mimic something similar but obviously mm. you have to change some stuff up or else they it like automatically accounts for you just putting out the same game over and over but apparently not for some companies in real life. Um yeah. but <laughs> uh one way or another it, it ends up like causing some weird issues or whatever but yeah you you'll think you have like this this perfect formula or whatever and then you go to put a game out and it's like now nah, this one nope. flopped <laughs> like i can't so, figure out the formula but a lot of people say once you figure it out it's no fun anymore anyway
0: so that's how so, the fun so this game's it. a lot better than game dev tycoon because i have played that as well okay yeah. But game dev stories plus on Apple Arcade is fantastic. It's a lot more in depth, and it's it's I don't it's got cooler stuff to it. It's a lot. It's all pixel based too, so it's all like I it's it's cooler. I just think it's neat. They do like game awards, and they also do like um, announcements from companies of new consoles. Which I know that they do that in the other stuff, but they do it in a, just a funnier way, and they make fun of stuff, and it's just it's pretty interesting. But I enjoyed that. So that's, that's what i have been playing. A melody of a bunch of different titles um, across different things, everything from PC to to PS five to my phone. So I've been all over the place, but I actually really like Apple arcade. Like I, it's yeah. got some decent shit in it. Yeah. I mean, I, it's not going to replace the fucking console. Right. But I mean, it's right. It actually brings for me, at least it makes me sit there and go, yeah, I'll do some mobile gaming. Cause I'm not, doing in-game purchases and shit like that i'm just playing games yeah right so it's just part of my uh, subscription package
1: google has like their google play subscription or whatever and i got it i think i got like six months of it for free through uh my wireless carrier and it's fine but it it's really nothing incredible like i haven't found any games that i'm really hooked on in there is i think i did play a couple Arcade?
0: no you could, you, absolutely you tried not. that right outright right on your yeah. iPad right Actually.
1: I tried that pretty early on though I mean that was yeah. shortly after it came out so I, I'm sure that's even gotten better from where it was but it was yeah, it Apple Arcade was definitely better than what Google Play Premium or whatever the hell it is is um so I I, I have been enjoying like some little mobile games here and there but I really don't I don't, I can't get into it too much, right? Like I'll play something, play it for like a day and then never touch it again. Fair enough. So I have a short attention span when it comes to mobile games for whatever reason.
0: I thought you were going to say most things. (laughs) Also true. When you said that. (laughs) That's what I thought you were going say. Also a very true statement. (laughs) Oh shit. All right, man. You want to get us uh, started off? Well, you said you had some. Sony oh, Bungie yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to do the Sony bungee stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah. we did an episode on. Gosh, is that Monday? Everything happened so fast because of.
1: Yeah, it was Monday. OK, so Monday,
0: Sony came out and was like, hey, we're buying Bungie and all that cool shit. So then we did an emergency broadcast with the WASD and Beyond Boys. You can check that out. That would be last. You all you'll see it on our RSS feed for the podcast. If you haven't listened to it already, it would have come through um, or you can check it out on YouTube. On our uh, Diggity's YouTube channel. um But basically, Bob Bungie for 3.6 billion. We, we talked in depth about that, kind of where we'd like to see it go, and kind of discussed amongst ourselves, just like how, like why they did it. Because a lot of people were like, they're doing it because their Game Pass. And it's like, no, 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 they're not. Cut that out. Right. Cut that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> Stop doing that yeah. dumb shit. So, quit saying that dumb shit. So, um, but more stuff's come out um, by uh, Sony. Uh, in terms of, of what they, I guess, very loosely what they plan on doing this with Bungie, Bungie was an acquisition that looks like it was for the purpose of acquiring for better live service games, because obviously we know live service games have a tremendous hook in the industry right now. I mean, Fortnite, incredible. Destiny, an incredible yep. hook, right? Into these Absolutely. systems and these platforms. And when you acquire a company like that, that's so big. In terms of player base, like a Destiny is on multiple platforms, you're going to have to honor that. And then when you go into the other stuff, it'll be that's when exclusivity comes into play. Um, But basically, they came out that they want to do 10 live service games on the Sony side of things over the next four years is, is their goal, which is pretty incredible. That is a considerable amount of live service games. Obviously, you have to imagine of those 10, some are not going to stick. There's going to be a lot of throwing a dart, seeing what happens. Not in a shitty way of like, oh, you know, they're just trying to make money off of this shit. I think they're honestly gonna try to make good games out of it. But, you know, to have 10 live service games, you're gonna be competing with yourself at that fucking point. So I think they're just kind of trying to get a ton of them out and see what sticks. Um, so I don't really want to talk about the acquisition side. I just want to quickly talk between us kind of what we think the strategy might be in terms of the genre of those live ser- or the 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 theming and genre of those live service games the possible IPs behind those live service games where we think they might go with that
1: um i'm not sure i mean bungie really has only done shooters i mean for the right. most part they did uh, one strategy game back in the day too but that was before the original xbox even um and actually the original halo was going to be a strategy game and then they decided to switch it into what it is now right um but obviously much of what was originally bungie is no longer there it's a very different company than you know when they were first knocking out halo and things like that um but i'm not sure what these games are going to be i i'm very curious i think they'll all be new ip i don't think that Sony's really going to give them any of their IP to do anything with. I mean, maybe maybe revive something, but it's not like they're going to take over and do, you know, some sort of um, I just, for example, like The Last of Us. Um, uh, they're not going to do like The Last of Us multiplayer or anything oh, like that. Oh, don't get like, Evan excited. Not, yeah, Evan. Evan heard Last of Us, even though he's probably not listening or anything Plain at the moment anyway. But, um, but yeah, I I think there's... I. I I I don't know. I'm very, very curious to see what they do. I wonder if they'll dip back into their roots of like, or not completely their roots, but dip back into some sort of like a strategy game. But I don't know how you turn that into a live action. I mean, really, where we have seen live action games really excel are usually shooters or something like a card game almost. Or even like a an actual proper MMO. I know like Destiny is like that weird hybrid thing, right? But mm-hmm. I wonder if they'll do some sort of like an MMO. I mean, that would be kind of cool. That could serve as your as a live action game. Um, I'm not sure. I, I do know like when you initially read this, it sounds like a lot, but I mean, Bungie does actually have like 900 people under er, working for them. Plus, they'll probably get some support from Sony as well. And oh so yeah, there's. there's Plenty of plenty of room to work with things there. And Sony even has some good like just people like some uh smaller studios that kind of more help with support and things of that nature. So mm-hmm. um I, I'm I'm excited because I want to see Bungie expand past Destiny. I, I really like Destiny, but I, I I wanna see them, you know, do more, right? Because they definitely can.
0: So I think what what's telling about this is First of all, there must be some live service games already in development to meet this goal.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And so I think that you're going to see this weird... I I don't know. I, I, I feel like the first couple of live service games that they're going to come out with, I think they're going to use a lot of that marketing arm from Bungie, mm-hmm. a lot of the community arm from Bungie. While PlayStation's decent at their fan stuff, they're not great at community building, obviously. I don't like they They don't really they haven't really had to like, you know, they're talking in terms of their exclusive games. It's you play it and you're done. You know what I right. mean? And then you become a fan of the series and you get the next game and so on and so forth. So they're going to tap them for that. I think that they come out with a kid friendly ish style game as one of them. In the style, yeah, in kind of like the the fantasy style of like a Splatoon, I guess, in some sense. Um, okay, just to help I mean, something on like
1: that'd be interesting.
0: Yeah, just I mean, every here's the thing, right? Microsoft and Sony have always been trying to go for that shit because it's such a great market from Nintendo, and and the best part about that market is, and that demographic is that demographic grows with you. So if you right. already have the other demographics that you know, Nintendo doesn't generally have a full grasp on that. I mean, everyone plays Nintendo games. That's what's beautiful about them. But Mm -hmm. if you can capitalize on that demographic and get them, you'll have them in your ecosystem for the remainder of their, their life. Hopefully if you don't fuck up big time, Um, then I think there's going to be some acquisitions. I think, I think part of those 10 games, you can't develop all of those with their studios. So I think part of those 10 games is some acquisitions of games and being able Mm -hmm. to learn from Bungie's business model and work upon that, I could see, uh, Sony purchasing, um, or acquiring up games like, um, like the world of warships and stuff like that, or warframe. I could see them picking that up. I could see them picking up a multitude of different companies across the way to have those live service games. And I think Bungie is probably like the best example of how you can make it work successfully from a business model standpoint and from a community standpoint, at least for them, like in their own back pocket. Um, and then, yeah, then I think you'll see something that's IP based, like that's a Sony IP based, uh, live action service game. And I don't know exactly what IP that would be. I mean, God of war won't translate well for that unless you did like a mythological world, which would be just crazy. Like, I mean, imagine like an RPG, MMORPG with like the, you know, all Greek mythology and the God of war franchise as a whole would be pretty insane but i don't really see that taking place
1: no i i feel like a lot of fans would absolutely hate that i
0: I do see gran turismo utilizing that though and going towards that that function um so i could see them utilizing that intellectual property for that um and I can't really think of any other IP that, that would be applicable to that. So I think the rest is going to be new based things. Or like I right. said, they just acquire something and that's one of those 10 things, right? So that, I mean, that's my thoughts on it. I, they have to acquire to meet that goal. There's no way they're working right. on, I mean, you know, these games take three to four years to make alone. Yeah. So it's like, wait, <laughs> what are you working on, you know?
1: I guess I I, I focused in more on like specifically Bungie and in, in what... I imagine they'll at least do. I mean, they'll have Destiny as one of the live service games, obviously. But I think they'll do one of the other, if not two of the other live service well, games. Well, they
0: were working on another IP, right?
1: Right, and I bet okay. you, I would lay money that's some sort of a live service game as well. Certainly, um, but as, yeah. yeah. As far as the other studios going to 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 make up this ten games, um, I, I'm I'm. I'm not sure. Like, that is kind of a tricky spot. I, I still kind of stick to that. I think it's going to be all new IP for the most part. But uh, Ed brought up a good point here in our chat that they could bring back kind of that all-star fighting game that they had. But I don't know how well that actually lends itself to a live service so much. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like That'd be cool to see that come back. Um, I'm not sure how well it would do because, I mean, I don't know. Like, fighting game is, is, is a weird territory. Yeah, like, I, I think... I think it's That's definitely it. acquisitions. I imagine this is a little bit of foreshadowing because they're probably in talks with a couple other people that are working on some live c- service games.
0: I could think of like um, Wizards of the Coast for some D&D based stuff. Could think of Warhammer guys. Yeah. Yeah could be something there warhammer i'm just trying to think of to be... small shit you know like small and yeah. small shit but smaller stuff that's that's a quick pickup you know the uh the dev
1: company for warhammer is completely slipping my mind at the moment but anyway the, they seem to be in pretty close with xbox i mean warhammer i know they is do be, but hey Bungie
0: uh, with game well, Pass. Bungie, yeah
1: yeah that's true it was on Game Pass too. I mean, Warhammer uh, it's Three. It's Relic
0: Entertainment, by the way.
1: Relic, there it is. Yeah, um, but yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of possibilities here. I don't necessarily hate live act or live service games, um, as long as they're done tastefully, and that is seems to be few and far between sometimes. But I, yeah. I, I don't have any issue with coming back to a game and like doing a battle pass or anything like that. If it's a game I know I'm gonna play, I sure why not? But I I also don't like all of my games to be live service games to where what? it's now like I feel like I have to get this done and I have to do that because I'm also a completionist and that wears me out and then I end up playing games that I don't care about.
0: So <laughs> you sink a hundred hours into it and go, Good God. Yeah.
1: Dude, I've I've done that on so many games though. I'll like play a game for a little bit, be really into it. And then I pick up the battle pass and now I feel obligated to finish it. Like I did that with cod, uh, for a while too. And I, I finally got to the point where I'm just, I'm I'm done. Like I'm not buying it anymore. Fair enough. And, uh, but I, you know, like the, the Fortnite battle pass, I get through just because just the time I play with my kids, like when we play on the weekends and stuff like that. So that one doesn't bug me too much. It's usually Mm -hmm. pretty easy to level. Um, I, I, had been doing the, the rocket league pass. And I, I kind of fell off of that as well. I don't know, like live, live action or live service games are kind of in a weird spot for me. And I'm not sure how I feel about them anymore, but I don't, I don't outright hate them. Right. But, uh, it's all about how it's done.
0: No, absolutely.
1: So, uh, our next little piece of news that we really want to talk about there's some some delays this week we we got rid of the whole like delay, hey delay of the week of but the it week. I mean, it's kind of fitting so this one is a weird mixture of delays so the the first very very strange one is the battlefield specifically the battlefield scoreboard update has been delayed again
0: yeah which Eight is great scores. i saw a post on twitter where there it was, was only did you see that yeah there's 8 eight thousand current players
1: it's bad in game that's um, so
0: fucking rough dude that is awful
1: there were also some leaks of what the new scoreboard is supposedly going to be and it's oh rough. really it's not great yeah I, i'd have to it? find them it's just not it's still not clean it's not it still doesn't show deaths which is a odd thing for a battlefield <laughs> scoreboard, <That's> a scoreboard. <laughs> just ridiculous right and so that just shows me how like it's telling to me that how much of a mess this game is that they've delayed the update for a scoreboard twice now. Um But now it is pushed back to March. So we'll see what's happening are they, there. If,
0: are they done I, with like the whole shutdown, the Reddit thing? Has that passed now?
1: Yeah, I think that was only for like, a couple like of days. Like anything in life,
0: everyone complains about something for a week and then we all get past it. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. pretty much. That's great.
1: So, uh, the next delay, which at this point, <laughs> this news came out, I believe, either today or yesterday, but uh, Forge and the co-op campaign have been delayed Great on Halo Infinite, which um, if, if you were following the game, it was supposed to come out in January. <laughs> so clearly <laughs> that has been delayed. Uh, I don't know why they waited until after January has passed to announce that, but uh,
0: um, it has been someone delayed. Someone was like, oh, shit.
1: Yeah. Oh That, guy right. went on that va- was
0: that guy or girl went on vacation <laughs> last week of January. He came back, February. And
1: shit! I mean, they should probably get big team battle to work properly. Supposedly, they think they found the fix. I don't think that patch has come out yet. But regardless, uh, they have other things they need to figure out first. Um, and I, I get it. It sucks to see because co-op campaign would be a lot of fun and Forge yeah. is always a good time uh, and really breathes a lot of life into these games. But a lot of people are just kind of fed up with the state of Halo Infinite at the moment and I don't fully blame them. I kind of bounced off of it for a while. Like I said, I've, I've been playing the campaign. You, you
0: haven't touched it for a while.
1: Uh, I've been playing the campaign, but I haven't really played much multiplayer a little bit Uh-oh. here and there. And you think a lot I,
0: of other people are doing that now too.
1: Um, I, I, I assume so. I think they come back for events because they do these events and things and that's really about it. Like I, I'm fully leveled up in the, in the battle pass or whatever. And Mm. so there's not much incentive. Like there's nothing to earn past a hundred, which is fine. I don't care. And now you can just sit there and enjoy the game, but the way they do their events too, you still have to complete challenges in order to get all the event challenges in there. So you're still doing weekly challenge. It's really dumb. There's some, some stupid stuff going on there for sure. Um, but yeah, uh not surprised to see Forge and the Co-op campaign be pushed back. We hadn't heard anything about it for a while and yeah. uh this is kind of where we're at. It it sucks, but that that is what it is. So, uh and then the last big delay is the Suicide Squad game, uh Killed the Justice League has <sighs> been delayed to 2023, which bummer. I- I it's a bummer. Yeah, I was looking forward to this game, especially for the, the multiplayer aspect of it. But I would also rather see them delay it and make sure it's all good to go. I mean, Rocksteady usually does a pretty good job. So uh, other than their PC ports, their PC ports have been pretty rough. But I, regardless, I'm still looking forward to this game and uh, I patiently await its release.
0: I just can't believe the battlefield delays. I mean, get something. Out. Get it moving. Yeah. Get it rocking yeah, and wild. rolling, dude. Watch other shit get delayed. Here's my question on the delays, right? This one, yes. Probably delayed because you can't fucking figure out by now that people would like to see deaths on the scoreboard. But the second part of that too now comes into play is how much do you actually put into this game at this point? Cause are you gonna get a fucking return on it? As a business right
1: i mean like yeah, funny ea i'm
0: like there's eight thousand <laughs> people playing this why the fuck are we touching this
1: well and that's this what they I, there was something they put out where they were even looking at going free to play which is going to piss a lot of people off too that oh this my. game has not been out very long god and to go no out, way i like a year or so down the road if you go free to play is one thing a couple months after release and going free to play <laughs> is a fucking slap oh, in the face. Shit. But um, oh. that would also be the most EA slash dice thing to do. Gamer
0: move. Yeah.
1: Good God. I, I They got to do something, right? But they need to I get the game working properly because they, they even came out and they're like, hey, Battlefield 2042 did not meet expectations. Hey. It's like, hey, we're, we're sorry. It didn't meet expectations. And they were talking about on sales side. It's like, yeah, Motherfucker, yeah. it didn't meet expectations for us. We all hate yeah, it. it,
0: it, <laughs> it fucked their terrible. stock pretty good.
1: Yeah, as it, it should. I mean, I'm it's sorry. It's one of their biggest IPs, the right?
0: I mean, it's one of their big fall releases. And it, yeah. it's part of a big, you know, of a big quarter boost on their earnings. And it it shit the bed hard, and that fucked their stock pretty good, dude. It was not so like once it fucks the stock, that's where they sit there and go, Okay, put this shit on free to play and pull the fucking plug.
1: Yeah, I don't know really how this game ever fully recovers. From I don't this. think it does. I mean, I don't think it does either, because this is a game, obviously, that relies on people playing it. It's a multiplayer game rather than something like even Cyberpunk has kind of made its way back into OK graces with with a lot of people. But that's a single player game that people can return to later. And it's it, it's fine. But yeah, 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 something like a battlefield, like. Once your player account starts to drop pretty significantly, it's hard to get those players to come back.
0: But also, if you go to free to play, you have to compete with Warzone. Right. Yeah. Which good fucking luck.
1: Well, Warzone, and even, I mean, like, I, we just got done kind of knocking on Halo, right? But yeah, there's, there's also Halo. Yeah, I mean, Halo. Warface is massive in certain areas. Like, there's a lot of good free-to-play games out there, and uh, Battlefield 2042, even as a free-to-play game, would not be good.
0: You also can't just... If you have a bad game, just because you make it free-to-play does not make it successful. You just have a bad free-to-play game now.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: You just have a game that costs nothing, which it shouldn't cost anything because it's so fucking bad, but... And the problem
1: (laughs) with... Free to play is uh, you get a lot of people that are cheating, right? Because they can get banned and create a new account for free and they're not out anything. And so they just keep creating accounts and it's hard to control like cheaters. Like Halo was having a big issue with that. I think it's uh, Warzone releases something like every couple weeks where they're like, hey, we just banned 500,000 people. Cool. Well, a lot of those people are just going to make a new fucking account. They'll be back tomorrow. So... I mean, you can
0: keep trying as much yeah, as you want. Like, yeah, well, we IP ban, just mask their IP. I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, fuck off. that's, like, that's not. It's not uh, some <laughs> expert level hacker bullshit. Like, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> for a
0: dollar, you can join VPN Express. Um, right. Something that's <laughs> crazy to me about all this before we jump into the incredible world of earnings and reports, um, like there's no excuse for them at this point too, because they took a fucking franchise that had a campaign and a good multiplayer side of things as well. They told everyone we're going to get rid of the campaign so we can just fucking make this the best online experience possible. They put it out there for not $60 for $70. They also not only charge you the same amount, they charge you more. They said, no, 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 It's gotta (laughs) be a little bit more. And then they, Fuck it up like this. Horrible. Horrible, horrible. Anyways, moving on. Let's talk earnings, earnings reports because there's a little bit of gaming news in earnings reports. Obviously, EA stock shit the bed because of Battlefield, blah, blah, blah. But let's talk about Activision Blizzard in the sense of this latest merger and acquisition um, and kind of the stuff that came out of the Activision Blizzard reports. I've got some stuff here on my phone here of just the stuff that matters, I thought. So... Let's start from the Activision side of stuff. So Call of Duty net bookings on, cons- on console and PC declined year over year in the fourth quarter, reflecting lower premium sales for Call of Duty Vanguard versus the year ago title and lower engagement in Call of Duty Warzone. Fourth quarter in-game player investment on console and PC remained well above the level seen prior to the March 2020 launch of Warzone. So people are still spending the amount of money, but they're not playing as much in the fucking game. So those two are going still. down.
1: Still. They've, I mean, they add crazy microtransaction stuff like all the time. There's new skins and stuff. like new fresh shit all the time. It's wild. Yeah, it's incredible the amount of content
0: they pump
1: out there. But of course, it goes to that cash shop, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, Development on this year's premium and Warzone experiences is being led by Activision's renowned Infinity Ward Studio. The team is working on the most ambitious plan in franchise history, apparently, with industry-leading innovation in a broadly appealing franchise setting. There's a lot of business bullshit go here. They're working on a mm-hmm. fucking new product. Uh, yeah. Call of Duty mobile net bookings grew year over year in the fourth quarter, driven by continued contribution from the game in China. For the full year, Call of Duty mobile net bookings grew strongly with 2021 worldwide consumer spending on the um, sorry on the title exceeding $1 billion.
1: In the mobile one? In
0: the, in the mobile, mobile Call one. of Duty game? That's yes, sir. That's
1: wild. I'm not surprised, though. I mean, like like that even said right there, it is huge in China. Like that is one of the top games.
0: Are you, are you there? No, I'm here. I thought you froze. I thought you cut off after the top games. I'm like, oh, (laughs) yeah, okay. Uh, Sorry. Studio Expansion has continued to add development resources worldwide as plans continue for ongoing live operations and new unannounced titles in the Call of Duty universe. They're working on new Call of Duties. We knew that. Everybody fucking knows that. Uh, Let's talk about Blizzard now. So within the Warcraft franchise, fourth quarter World of Warcraft reach and engagement continued to benefit from the combination of the modern game and classic under a single subscription. In 2021, World of Warcraft delivered its strongest engagement and net bookings outside of a modern expansion year in a decade. And Hearthstone fourth quarter net bookings grew year over year, driven by a steady cadence of new content. Fuck, I hate the business lingo so much. Blizzard is planning substantial new content for the Warcraft franchise in 2022, including new experiences in World of Warcraft and Hearthstone, and getting all new mobile Warcraft content into players' hands for the first time. Dealing to a mobile World of Warcraft. So I think that they're just going to take the whole fucking thing mobile. And you can play from anywhere. And I think that it's going to stream. Primarily. Probably. Which is crazy. I
1: don't know. hard to play on. Yeah, it might, you
0: know, it might be difficult to play, but the graphics are there. I wonder
1: if they're, yeah, the graphics would be fine. I I wonder, huh? I'm curious how that would work as far as like what they're going to do with that or if it's going to be some sort of a mobile franchise. I mean, Hearthstone, you can play on your phone, right? So Mm -hmm. it's kind of, I wonder if they're doing some sort of a new, new sort of Warcraft type experience for the phone.
0: I don't know. I don't know. I hope like they don't Diablo. water you it down. You have a down. phone, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you've got a phone, right? Yeah, well, you can play it. Uh, um, this is why we read these earnings reports, by the way, because there's a lot of shit in them yeah. that people don't pick up. Um, also, on that, in the Diablo franchise side of things, Diablo 2 Resurrected sold through more units from its September release until the year end than any other Activision Blizzard remaster over an, over an equivalent period. On mobile, Diablo Immortal concluded its public testing with positive feedback. That's all they have to say about Diablo Immortal. Uh, And the last piece is, Blizzard is making strong progress on its pipeline, including new experiences in Warcraft, ongoing development in Diablo and Overwatch, and an exciting new IP.
1: Yeah, they announced that uh, not too long ago, that survival game. Yes,
0: yes. So sounds like Warcraft expansion mobile warcraft diablo immortal has got positive feedback apparently which anyone could say that because that doesn't mean they didn't give me a percentage of what was positive and what was negative they just said hey someone liked it so bill and fucking you know whales or whatever (laughs) loved it loves the idea so it's a good it's a go-go um and then yeah and then overwatch 2 is in the pipeline
1: it sucks to not see Diablo 4 mentioned at all. Nope. Just still focusing in nope. on Immortal. No, no, no. Uh,
0: no need. I, no I, need. I would argue there is a need. But- <laughs> Greg, Greg in Wales fucking loves the idea. Uh, moving on to more numbers stuff. This one, pretty fascinating. Let's talk Nintendo. So the big one there is Nintendo the Nintendo Switch has sold 103.54 million units worldwide what even more astonishing is the software comes in at they've sold 766.41 million units of software as a company specifically for the Switch. So more specifically in Nintendo's latest round of quarterly results, the company revealed that 103 million Switch consoles have been sold, and that means it's officially surpassed the Wii, which sold 101 million units in its lifetime. Before these results, just an example, the Switch was at 92 million units and it was behind the Wii from last quarter's results. And the Game Boy currently is the next thing that's going up against the Game Boy selling 118.69 million units and the DS sold 154 million units. Nintendo's president also revealed that the Switch is only in the middle of its life cycle, suggesting it might be on its way to passing the Game Boy at least. And it said the middle, which means that, yeah, correct. This is also why we read these fucking earnings reports because everyone's like, so fucking next two years, we'll get a new Switch.
1: I, I don't know if middle? he means.
0: I don't know if he means middle, meaning like middle, then new con like new console, or if he means new console and like continued support for x amount of years. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean. But this is still why we read this. But he's suggesting a beyond way to passing the Game Boy at least, and the DS massive 154 million seems like more of a stretch, but that doesn't mean it's not impossible. So. Point here is he doesn't think it's going to sell past 154 million units, which is really fucking hard to do. I mean, that's incredible. Also, it's slowed down deeply. I mean, he, last quarter, yeah. it was 92 million units sold. Now, 103. It's weaning yeah. off a bit. But they could come out with another unit, right? A pro. Probably not right. because everyone which, fucking talks about it every fucking month. Well, there's a problem yeah,
1: if they're saying something about this being in the middle of its lifespan, and I, and I would take that as before the next console launches, right? That's the way I would take it. They have to put out a pro. I love my Switch to death. <laughs> no, I agree. But that, holy it's five cow, years, man. five years, right? Yeah, we're five years in,
0: right? Yeah, now, yeah. It, we cannot almost, go another where, five years with this.
1: Like, I, I love my Switch to death, but my God, like, it's going to be trailing behind very very significantly here i mean it already is as far as powerhouse right like uh man i i i i uh i don't know i i don't know how to, like i i hate even saying anything negative about it because yeah I, I know ed's listening and he's gonna be like hey man i love the switch and i know i know <laughs> and i love the switch too but
0: oh shit
1: it is it, i mean good god like RC or Arceus, it, it doesn't look great. Like I know second the second best-selling
0: Pokemon game of all I time. I know, though, I know, which is tracks.
1: awesome. And I'm actually very, very much thinking about picking it up. But the thing that is concerning is like it didn't look good, and that I it's oh agreed, it's limited. Uh, yeah,
0: we're we're getting to yeah, the point very. now where it's like this software. I mean, it was already limited from the beginning, but now it's really apparent that this is. Yeah has its limits. Yeah. I don't know. I, it better not be five more years of this. I mean, I, I think it's more development support. Yeah. I think that Fair we enough. get something in the next two years and that'll be great. But also I, again, supply chain issues. It's only delaying everything for Nintendo, this is true. This right? Is true. To source yeah. things out. You also can't properly price something right now to make something because of inflation. So I'd sit the fuck around for the next two years and then start pricing out parts. Right. Why would I pay, you know, God, 30% more in some cases for stuff? Um, There was more stuff, though, which can allude to what we're talking about. So it seems the company is expecting 2022 to be a bit more of a struggle when it comes to selling consoles as as a result of ongoing chip shortages. Back in November, Nintendo revealed that it had reduced its switch expectations by 20%. And it previously planned to ship 30 million units by March of this year, but that 20% reduction brought it down to a target of 24 million. In this new round of quarterly results, though, Nintendo has lowered the target even more. Uh, Nintendo is now planning to sell 23 million Switch units, which is 1 million down from its previous 24 which is still, million target, which is still, still pretty crazy. Wild. Yeah, well, that would take it. I mean, we'd be pretty close to the DS at that point right? We'd yeah. be about twenty three, twenty two off from, from hitting the DS numbers. And like um, we
1: were talking earlier, the switch has sold more consoles than the Wii U sold software. It has hit a hundred
0: million units faster than any other console in history to 100 yeah. million.
1: And I, I fully, I, I could see them hitting those projected numbers for sure. But and yeah. we were also talking about attachment rating earlier, right? Like, yeah. If you look at or, uh, attachment percentages, if you look at like Mario Kart, where it was oh, like yes. 40, 46
0: Oh, oh I've got the list something. right here. Oh, do you? Okay. 43. I'll go into
1: that after you read that off then.
0: Yeah, sure. So on top of the sales, we talked about the 700 million software sales for Switch, which is just incredible. Um. So here's the list of the top 10 Um. the company released. So, and the the lifetime sales for the first-party games. So, the top 10 first-party games for Switch. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe sits at 43.35 million units. Animal Crossing New Horizons, 37.62 million units. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, 27.40 million. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, 25 million. Pokemon Sword and Shield, 23 million. Super Mario Odyssey, 23 million. (laughs) Super Mario Party... I wasn't expecting this 17.39 million Pokemon. Let's go Pikachu and Eevee 14.33 million, which goes to last week's regular episode of diggity where we discussed will they do another one? Absolutely. They will. If it sits in there, in their number eight Pokemon, uh, sorry, number nine Pokemon, brilliant diamond and shining pearl 13.97 million units, which is considerable. I mean, the fact that that that's not that old of a game, but it's there. Right. And it's a remaster? Crazy. Yeah. And surprising to me, although my wife uses the hell out of it. Ring Fit Adventure, thirteen and a half million units sold. Holy shit. And I that's didn't know not that a sixty dollar game. That's a fucking eighty dollar game. Yeah. Because Good of the peripheral. Them. That's wild. So with that, I mean, do we, I mean obviously it's gonna take over Game Boy at this point at its yeah. growth rate. Might have a hard time taking over the DS, but if, if nothing is announced by Nintendo to tease a new system, I think it overtakes DS within the next year.
1: Yeah, I agree. There's uh there's a couple things I wanted to note here too. Or two uh, years. Uh, Pokemon Arceus or Le- Pokemon Legends Arceus has already sold 6.5 million copies, which is crazy. Yeah, yep. at one point, one point four or almost one point five of those were in Japan alone. Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizon is Japan's best selling game ever, which is also crazy. Um, and then I was going to talk about the attachment rating for like a Mario Kart. Um, what what was that number again? Forty forty three million which is wild because i i'm sure there's quite a few households that have multiple switches too like somebody's gonna have like the home switch and then also a switch light or something like that right um that so game released that's not in even
0: 2014
1: yeah initially not, yeah.
0: non-deluxe yeah but i mean you right. know the base 80 percent of that game 2014
1: yeah I, there's just i mean it's wild to see that. Cause like I said, I, we have three switches in our house. Like when the pandemic hit, I bought my wife a switch light so she could play animal crossing. I got one for Christmas the year before that. And then, or the, yeah, that year before. And then we had the the original switch as well. And we have Mario Kart, So that's three switches alone that we already have one Mario Kart, So that doesn't even take in to account like, how many people have multiple switches and what that attachment rating is like. Cause obviously you don't need to buy another copy of Mario Kart in that case, but it's just wild to see how crazy like these games are selling and the console selling is cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I love it, but I also hope they don't get complacent with it. I hope they do do more, right? Like I want, I, I hate the switch pro rumors because it's just been constant, but at the same time, I think that is they they need to still innovate right they can't get comfortable because no uh if, it it is very much lacking behind a lot of things and, and well, and I think very... we'll see
0: we'll see the naming nomenclature of of yeah. switch continue on where it'll be switch advance or something like that 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 of yeah. the game boy right you right. can't fuck this brand this this brand up you got to continue it I mean they tried to do that with the Wii right with the Wii U and that that failed abysmally but um, I think they need to continue on the switch name, switch branding. Um, just some last little tidbits on earning stuff. I think people enjoy it. Honestly, I think people like hearing this little tiny crazy stuff. So, this we were talking on the the emergency broadcast about the market caps of these companies and the revenue. So, the big three have reported. Um, and here are their updated totals for calendar year twenty twenty one. So Sony's revenue was twenty four point eight billion dollars with an operating income of two point six billion. Microsoft revenue was sixteen point two eight billion off of Xbox, um, but they don't report the gaming segment profit because it's not profitable. That's why they don't report that. Right, they'll tell you otherwise, <laughs> but that's why they don't report it. Uh, and then Nintendo, the revenue was fifteen point three billion dollars with an operating income of five point four billion. What's interesting about this is if you take into account other people who get dismissed a lot from all of this, and I just want to say it because I think people might find this interesting. But um, And they, I actually didn't believe this until I looked up um, uh, Daniel Ahmad on Twitter, mm-hmm. had posted this, and I follow him a lot. But he said, uh, just for fun, Apple generates the same amount of revenue as Nintendo when it comes to gaming.
1: Which is crazy, <laughs> especially after going through the numbers that we just did. Like that's wild, right? Isn't that wild? Goodness. I mean, yeah. And that's that's even without Fortnite on their on their store anymore, which they would have gotten a cut from that. And like, yeah, that's crazy, man.
0: Yeah. So basically, Apple has its own Nintendo.
1: And, that's and it kind doesn't
0: of, make any games.
1: Right. And that's kind of part of why I wonder if they would ever branch over into like mainline games because they're already killing it in the mobile game
0: market. I don't know. I think their focus is more if it proves anything, it means that Apple can make unbelievable hardware that attracts developers and then they can build the right selling platform and structure for that for yeah, the developer. Because I I mean I don't think Apple should go. Unless Apple's going to go buy a dev, otherwise Apple should not no. have yeah. a crack at making its own games because it probably don't fucking don't try to suck pull an it. Amazon.
1: Yeah. Oof.
0: God. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So th- those are the earnings. Um, always fascinating because there's always little tidbits that we can pick out of it. They're always willing to give you know a little sneak peek to to stock and mm-hmm. shareholders. Um, but yeah, people made a lot of money. Um, at these companies. Uh, also, fun fact, too, one third of all of Sony's revenue comes from gaming. So yeah. absolutely paramount that they continue. I'm to not surprised by alive. that at all. Yeah. I mean, how absolutely.
1: often do you really see much other Sony stuff, right? Most like they Sony used stuff to be... is
0: inside of other shit. Right. Like, nowadays. it used
1: to always be, I mean, Sony TVs, Sony, like, sound systems and things like that. And you don't see it as much anymore. Like, now no, they do a no, lot of. No, don't a lot of the building for other companies and things like that and then yeah i i'm not surprised that playstation is, they still make you know, a, a, of
0: a pretty high quality product though i mean i've got yeah. their sound bar oh, and subwoofer and it's unbelievable it's like all, like all leather wrapped and stuff it's fucking awesome um and they're looking to get into cars but who the fuck is it nowadays hey diggity's looking to get into cars we're gonna make yep. an EV. Yeah. We're gonna yeah, make an EV. we're gonna announce it right now. We're gonna make an EV. We're gonna spin up a SPAC. It's gonna be on the stock market. Uh the oh, ticker God. symbol will be F U C K and uh it'll be great. You can invest in it, sorry <laughs> now. Um, anyways, yeah, that, I mean that that's my side of stuff. Do we have anything else uh smaller that we wanna close out on? I don't really
1: have much else. I mean, there there's some small little tidbits throughout the week, but nothing really worth talking about. It's just more like an announcement of an announcement coming later with another announcement before <laughs> oh. that announcement. So uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll figure that out when we get there and, and just actually wait for the real announcement. So no, I think I'm pretty well good here, buddy.
0: Awesome. Well, guys, uh, you can check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Diggity Podcast. Uh, you can also watch us live every single Thursday evening, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time, the King time zone, by the way, on That's YouTube right. and Twitch. Uh, and you can catch the audio version of this podcast if you're watching the video version on every single podcast net v- network available to man. Um, and the audio version goes live every Friday morning, nice and early, so you can celebrate Friday in style. With uh, your boys from Diggity right in the morning commute, bright and early, sipping the Joe. You don't know what's really going on. You might crash your fucking car, but then you heard earnings. And now you've <laughs> got it all under control, baby. Um, With that, yeah. Also, uh, I guess for, for the next couple of weeks, we'll, we'll keep bringing this up. But uh, we're starting something called Spawn Camp. So the Diggity YouTube channel will change its name to Spawn Camp in the next coming weeks. Or coming days, actually. Um, and over the next couple of weeks, you'll start to see some other shows on spawn camp you'll see some other content on spawn camp and uh jump on over there to the diggity youtube channel where it'll eventually turn into spawn camp or jump over to spawn camp when it does change over and uh join some great content all video game and pop culture based content geek nerd culture stuff the good stuff and uh, until next time guys we will see you next week see ya bye